as you know, we're ending our foretold series. In the past weeks, we've been telling that foretold is actually, uh, we're looking at particular chapters and verses in the Bible that foretells or tells in advance the coming king that would save Israel and save all of us here. So for the previous weeks, it's all a build-up to last week, which is Good Friday, and today, as we know, is Easter. And let's jump straight to the word. It says here in Isaiah 53, verses 8 onwards, By oppression and judgment he has taken away, and as for his generation who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. And they made his grave with the wicked, and with, and with the wicked, and with the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth. Let's commit this time to God. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God. And Lord, I pray that you would reveal to us who you are. Let fire come down from heaven and consume us. In Jesus' name. Amen. As we all know, we are quite familiar, especially we are in a nation that's uh, very religious. The reason why we celebrate this holy week or this long weekend is because something spectacular happened. The king that Isaiah was foretelling finally came and he died. Yun po yung Good Friday. And he stayed dead. That was yesterday, Black Saturday. And when he came here, if you would remember last week, what we were saying is when he came here, he came here not just to die but to suffer. And not just to forgive our sins, but to justify. Naalala niyo po, yung last week? And then after he died, Black Saturday was silent. Imagine niyo kung kayo yung nandun, no? namatay yung inaasahan yung king, and then it was silent. And then came Sunday. But before that, when Jesus was hanging on that cross, he, he mentioned a couple of last words. And maybe you're familiar with that. And one of the last words that he said is, It is finished. It is finished. He died. He was physically dead. He was medically dead. He, 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 he died. <laughs> Alam ko iba sa atin, no? Parang because we grew up in a religious background, it just goes through our heads. But come to think about that. I think all, if not most of us here, we've already experienced losing someone. We've already experienced uh, the pain and the grief of having our loved ones gone. It is finished. Now how does that, what does that mean? When Jesus said it is finished, what does that mean? You see, if, imagine with me if you are that, you are one of those disciples. Imagine with me, kayo yung, yung um, avid fan ni Jesus, yung follower ni Jesus. When Jesus said it is finished, it means hopelessness. Nasa na leader namin? Nasa na aasahan namin? Jesus, you're supposed to overthrow the Roman king. And then you're gone. There's hopelessness. There's disappointment. Homong here, you've experienced disappointment already. I guess most of us. Never experienced that in disappoint kasi may inaasahan tayo sa isang tao tapos hindi nila ginawa. Disappointment. Now on the other hand, if you are one of those religious leaders and pagan uh, pagan rulers of their age, when Jesus said it is finished, it's they're relieved. They're relieved, they're happy. Hay sa wakas, wala na nang gugulo. Hay sa wakas, wala na nang iinis. Hay sa wakas, wala nang istorbo. Wala nang insurrectionist. Wala nang nagre-rebelde. Wala nang kukontra sa kanila. When Jesus said it is finished, for some of us, we may, as the disciples, we feel like, okay, nasa na yung king? Nasa na inaasahan ko? For the pagan rulers and leaders, and the religious rulers, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, ha, see? 
Galing natin. For Satan, when, G- when God said, when Jesus said it is finished, most probably we don't know, it's not recorded in scripture. But we can only infer and guess na siguro iniisip niya, ha, Messiah, yung inaasahan nila, boom, crushed him. I defeated him. When Jesus said it is finished, it depends on who hears it. It depends on the relationship that you or that people has with him. But here's something surprising. In the next verse, in verse 10, in verse 10, yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has, he has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring and he shall prolong his days. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted or righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. The twist of it all is found in that one word, yet. Pero. Another English synonym is but. Yet. He died. He was gone. He was killed. There's hopelessness for the disciples. There's relief for his enemies. There's victory for Satan. Yet, that one word. You know, um, I think it was just second half of last year and a bit of this year. No, meron po kong isang bagay na medyo hobby or fancy ko ngayon. Uh, I'm actually right now uh, watching. Pag nanonood po ko na YouTube, either tech reviews, comic. Uh, comic book commentaries or I'm looking at videos about filmmaking and screenwriting. And I don't know if you've noticed this pag nanonood po kayo ng movie. Any movie fans here may mahilig manood ng movies? Uh, when you watch a movie, usually, and this is not always the case, but usually it follows a three-act structure. Usually it's, it looks something like this. Act one is all a setup. Dito ini-introduce yung character, dito ini-introduce yung environment ng character, dito ini-introduce yung probably the villain. This is how the picture of the status quo looks like. And at the end of Act 1, meron tinatawag na inciting incident. Basically, this is the first minor tension of the story that moves the story forward. Kumbaga, kung manonood po kayo sa mga movies, or usually mga superhero movies, sa Act 1 yung tinatry nilang i-work out yung powers nila, tapos biglang may kalaban na papasok, and they're forced to become a superhero. And then it progresses to Act, act 2, which is the confrontation. May act 2 is divided into two parts. The midpoint, yung pinakagitna, okay, and then the breakthrough. Now, here's something interesting about it. Usually, yung midpoint ng movie, and look at this when you're watching the video, the midpoint of the movie is usually the opposite of the ending. So example, yung midpoint, yung gitna, tragic yung ending. Most probably, aasahan mo, good ending yan. Naspoil ko na kayo, ah, ngayon, ganun na ako tumingin. Ganyan. That's why, when the movie in the middle is bad, and then the ending is also bad, that's a tragic movie. Kasi nalungkot, walang redemption. So usually, the midpoint is where the time na akala mo okay na, usually it's a false victory or it's a false defeat. But either way, dadaan siya do sa breakthrough, the end of Act 2. Now, if it's a bad, bad, uh, bad uh, midpoint here, yung breakthrough unti-unting gaganda. If it's a good midpoint here, yung breakthrough yung unti-unting papangit. Well, either way, the common, the common uh, picture of this is yung breakthrough, diba, midpoint, saya-saya nila kunwari, or there's something, sorry, something bad that happened, midpoint yon. 
And then usually the breakthrough, before it goes to breakthrough, may tinatawag na the dark night of the soul. Ang ibig sabihin nun, ito yung time, yung, yung protagonist, yung bida. Sorry, nagiging geek, no? Kasi ito yung mga pinapanood ko lately. Habang nanonood si, si Mrs. na mga drama movies, ito pinapanood ko. <laughs> so, so yung, yung dark night of the soul is when the worst thing that could happen. It's when they hit rock bottom. And then afterwards, there's a breakthrough. And then afterwards, yung Act 3 resolution, ito na po yung inaabangan natin lahat sa mga big budget movies. Ito yung puro CG laban, okay, the battle, the epic fight scenes, until it's finally resolved. Now, why am I saying this? You see, the story that we look at in the Bible is similar to that. But from the perspective of the people, when the Messiah Jesus came, wow, he was baptized. And somewhere there in the midpoint, he was, they were saying, you need to be king. The breakthrough comes when he is approaching Jerusalem. The Palm Sunday. They were thinking, whoa, ito na yung king. But then, he died. That's the perspective of the disciples. That's the perspective of the religious rulers. That's what the Gentile pagan leaders were thinking. And that was Satan. That was all that Satan was seeing. But here is the greatest plot twist of all. People think, the time of Jesus think, that this is the end. But from the perspective of God, especially right now when we have His book in our hands, ever since Genesis, his crucifixion on the cross is not in Act 3. It's in midpoint. The dark night of the soul was the Black Saturday. And then the breakthrough came. The breakthrough came. When they went to the grave, they found it all rolled out. And there was no body there. That's what a verse says. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. What is the will of the Lord? The will of the Lord is found all throughout scriptures. When we read Genesis at the very beginning until the end, when God created everything good, when sin and Satan and death came, it destroyed the beautiful creation along with you and me. Sin, Satan and death not only destroyed the creation, but it also destroyed us. The whole will of the Lord is to redeem, to save. Not just you and me. Kasi minsan yung iniisip natin, namatay si Jesus para sa akin. Yes, that's true. But it's also Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose again from the dead to redeem not just you and me, but to redeem the whole civilization. The whole society. God let sin, the devil, and, and death make their final blow on Christ. Bring it on. The best of the best, Satan. The worst of the worst, sin. Death, bring it on. And on that servant, the king, Christ was crushed. He was crushed by their mightiest blow. Yet here's the plot twist. Yet it was the will of the Lord to 
be crushed, to be grieved, to anguished. You see, when we go back to that perspective or vantage point, when Jesus said it is finished, it's from the Greek word tetelestai. And it means the imperfect becomes perfect. The unfinished becomes finished. The not so sure becomes, becomes sure. The purposeless becomes purposeful. Na-experience po natin yan eh. Iba po sa atin dito, pagbalik natin, may mga dead, bago pala mag-Holy Week, may mga deadlines na kailangan tapusin, tapos natapos natin, yes, ang sarap, makakapagbakasun na ako. It is finished. Iba sa atin, hindi natin natapos. Iba sa atin, may mga, yung mga may pasok pa, may exam kayo, pagbalik yung sa pasokan. Ako, ang hirap magpahinga kasi alam mong hindi pa tapos eh. Tama po ba? Maybe you have a, if you've ever experienced this, you're going on a vacation, but you know you have a project, a work, uh, a deadline that you have not yet finished. Di ba ang hirap minsan magbakasyon? Minsan may nagri-ring sa phone mo, ah, boss ko yan, sabihin mo, wala ako, may sakit ako. Mga ganyan. <laughs> Di ba minsan parang, ah, hindi ako makapagpahinga, kasi may iniisip ako, kasi may hindi pa tapos. But when Jesus Christ said it is finished, it does not mean any of those examples from the perspective of God. When He said, it is finished, He says, finally, it's done. Sin, Satan, and death brought their best and they, were, and they crushed you. You felt anguish. You felt pain. It looks like we're defeated at midpoint. But it's not yet the end. When Jesus said, it is finished, Lord, Nagawa ko yung will mo. Lord, the kingdom is here. Lord, redemption has finally come. The mission is completed and it's perfected. His death brought an end to the reign of sin, Satan, and death. Because the reality is, when Christ died on the cross, stayed dead, and rose again from the dead, you and I, are now on Act 3. You and I are in a battle. The, resol- the conflict was already resolved. Pag nanood po tayo ng movie, nung, nung nagkaroon naman na solution, di naman nawawala yung dulo, di ba? Usually, most of us here, we're sitting through the movie because we want the Act 3. That's where all the action is. Actually, yung mga medyong modern-day movie, no? ginagawa nila ng matinding battle, yung midpoint, sa yung dulo. You and I are on Act 3. Or, to make, make it all more relevant, you and I are in the end game. <laughs> end game, guys. We're there. That's why Jesus says, the final hour. We are in that. This is no time for us to, oh, loser kami, natalo kami, there's so many problems, I'm so overwhelmed by the problem, I cannot just do what the pastor is saying to reach out and make disciples. Jesus did that already at midpoint. That's why God, Jesus, is calling us, go and make disciples. We are on a mission. We are fighting. We are no longer victor. We are no longer losers, but we are victorious because of Easter. Jesus is alive. And maybe you are here and you are experiencing the midpoint or the dark night of your soul. I want you to know that God experienced it also. And He won it. And the Bible says that we are in Christ and we are also more than overcomers. Therefore, it says in 53 verse 12, 
Therefore, I will divide with him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors, yet he bore the sin of many and make intercession for the transgressor. Remember last week when Jesus Christ died on the cross? The wrath of God was appeased. You and I are not just forgiven, we are justified. Nalala niyo po last week? But not only that, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, it also brought an end to sin, Satan, and death. That's why sabi dyan, no? Therefore, the effect of what Christ did on the cross, it says here, I will divide him a portion with the many. That is a war, um, ano to? war saying. That's a term used in war. When you win a war, you get the spoils. Ang ibig po sabihin ng spoils, yung, yung, yung assets nung kalaban. <laughs> when, you defeat the ass, when you defeat the enemy, you get the spoils of it. When Christ came to defeat sin and Satan and death, who were the spoils? You and me. Creation. The whole uh, society that we have. That's why resurrection is glorious. It's glorious. It's a plot twist. In fact, I would even dare say the people are copying the plot twists of the Bible. What? Huh? Planado yun? Gulat me. Di iba sa atin kasi minsan pag nanonood ng movie, hindi tayo makafocus kasi ang ingay ng katabi natin. Ano nangyari? Ano to? Ba't umiiyak ka? But when we read the Bible, don't let distractions fool you. When we read the Bible, you would see that resurrection is glorious. Resurrection is also joyful. They were expecting a dead king, but the cross and the tomb is empty. Resurrection is victorious. That's why when we, we were singing this a while ago, we can't just sing it na, okay lang, sakto lang, saya naman. Oh, that's too much. No, I can't. It's victorious. Get this. Resurrection is the cosmic in your face against sin, Satan, and death. It's the cosmic in your face. You know, maybe for some of us here, no? Um, no, itong uh, Holy Week, no? I've been, uh, I've been doing a lot of reading, knocks, <laughs> watching. And I'll be honest, I, I was also playing. <laughs> Tapos iba pag minsan, lalo na yung mga, some of you here, if you're playing either basketball or video games, iba minsan pag may kaaway ka, tapos parang nasakta ka, parang gusto mong bawian. Ah, ganun ha. So, babawian mo, hanapag, mm! You know what I'm saying? Diba? Yeah. <laughs> yung hindi lang sapat na tatalunin mo. Gusto mo talunin, unti-unti. Yan. Parang, mm! that's what resurrection did. That's what Christ did on the cross. That's what the resurrection did for those loser disciples of Jesus. That's why after the, the, the resurrection, they were suddenly bold. They were suddenly courageous because they know they've seen Satan, sin and death defeated. And they've seen Jesus say, in your face. You thought you got me? Genesis pa lang sabi, kinagat mo yung heel ko, krinash ko yung head mo. Your best effort since Satan devil? Bah. Your full force? Heal. What does it all mean to us? 
What does it now apply? Why is this? How does this apply to our lives? Now, for the devil, you know, meron po ba dito mahilig manood ng mga horror movie? Di ba yung takot ka na tapos gusto mo pa rin manood ng horror movie? Tapos sasadyay mo papatay may ilaw. Ah! Tapos minsan natatawa, pupunta kang siya, tapos magugulat. Ah! May tao sa harap po yung palang reflection mo rang. Di ba? Ganun ka na natatakot sa sarili mo, di ba? Parang, and sometimes we would have that. And, and, and that's why I don't, I no longer, I, I avoid watching horror movies because it puts fear in my heart. And you know how horror movies try to portray the devil? They look, they look hideous. They look scary. They look victorious. And the good guy is like, the holy water is not working. <laughs> but that's not anywhere near in the Bible. You know, if there's one thing that you and I should put a label on the devil, one description that you should remember. Every time you watch a horror movie and you would see, oh, it's all fiction, that's nice. But if there's one thing that we should remember about the devil, it's this word, defeated. Defeated. So if, it's a, if you're watching something and the devil seems to be working, nice fiction, not real. Because the real, the truth is, the devil is... He's also a great liar. You know who he wants to feel defeated? You know who? You and me. That's why we go here, feel the weight of our the weight of the world in our shoulders, we feel defeated. bro? Okay lang. Come on, bro, we're victorious in Christ. Amen. Defeated. The devil is defeated. Not you, not me. But he is a great liar. I would say that. You make us forget that we're victorious already. That's why I don't want to watch horror movies anymore. And not that I have anything against it. Nadadagdagan lang yung lai. Kalokohan yun He's defeated. Look at what Colossians 2.15 says. I love this verse. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle on them by triumphing over them by the cross. Jesus said, look at your best efforts. This is also your defeat. You raised me up in public humiliation. That's going to be a forever reminder of how defeated you are, Satan. That's why we look at a cross. We don't look defeated. We look victorious. You see, we win because He won. Or, <clears throat> we win because He won. Now, the next one. How does this affect us when it comes to sin? Now, for some of us here, we say, okay, I believe you, pastor. I'm in Christ. But I'm still in sin. See, sin has a way to condemn us. And sometimes we feel defeated when we've done something wrong. Uh, there, there was this other movie that I watched. Gulat ako pagpasok ko sa, bu- sa bahay. May pinapanood na animated movie. Sige. Sumiiyak siya. Animated movie. Ah. <laughs> Ang ganda nito lang. Uh, it's a story about how um, ano to, uh, Christmas from the angle of uh, the pets, the animals there. So meron doon. Nakakatawa. No? Pero naiyak siya. Naiyak rin ako. <laughs> Because there's a part there where in the, of course, it's all fiction, you know. My dog's done. Tapos, they want to kill Jesus, baby Jesus. And then there's a, an, there's a donkey there. Yung sinakyan daw nila Mary. And he tried to defend the baby Jesus. And 
the dogs uh, in their conflict, yung dogs nalaglag sa cliff, pero niligtas siya ng donkey. Tapos yung pagkaligtas ng donkey, akala nila uh, pag-iisahan sila ng mga other pets there, the sheep, yung mga <laughs> pag-iisahan sila ng mga other animals do sa Christmas story. Tapos ang ginawa nila, ang ginawa ng isang animal, tinanggal yung chains. Tapos sabi ng mga aso, we're bad dogs. Sabi kasi ng donkey, tara, punta tayo sa baby. Now we're bad dogs. Tapos sabi ng donkey, well, you don't have to. You are free now. It's coming again. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Ang babaw, no? <laughs> but sometimes, that's what we miss out when it comes to the gospel message. We feel like we are enchained by our sin. When the reality is Christ has broken the, the chains of sin in our lives, you and I may be still in sin, but I want you to hear this. You don't have to. Because you're already free. First Corinthians, uh, uh, Romans eight rather says here. Therefore, there is now no condemnations for those who for those who belong in Christ Jesus, who are in Christ Jesus. The law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. It's never too late to come back to God. Now, how about death? Oops, what happened? Death. Pabalik na lang sa death. Death. You know, before Holy Week came, unfortunately, we have to visit some of our church members who died. And the reality is, you and I will, ex- will face this, and you've experienced this already. We may die in sickness, or whatever the cause, but when we have Christ, our death is not, not the end. Life is. Here's Here's what 1 Corinthians 15, 55 to 57 says. It says in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Death may not be the end. Life with Christ is. Last thing, probably ito pinaka-applicable sa atin, problems. Maybe you're here, you're experiencing problems. Not just our personal problems. Let's include the society's problems. Environment, corruption, poverty, war, terrorism, ano pa ba? exploitation, human trafficking, injustice, problems. There are problems outside and on the inside personal and in the world and it may seem to overwhelm us and it may feel like we're being paralyzed by it what does the resurrection of christ mean when it comes to our problems it means that the resurrected king has defeated already sin satan and death and he will one day come and defeat all the other enemies in our world today you know, this after, ito, this, starting this week, we would be, some of you will be lining up. Or some of you, you've already booked tickets for the Avengers Endgame. Meron ba? Excited? Diba? Unahan ko sila bago nila. Spoil! Yan. <laughs> and you've, no, if, if you've followed this franchise, no, ito daw yung suggested 
uh, suggested uh, viewing ng movie. But if you follow this franchise, always at the end, there's always something that would lead it forward. Tama ba? And we would have trailers. Now, the trailers that we have, it's, it's meant to whet our appetites so that we could go there and watch it and, and be fulfilled. In fact, we're so excited when we see a, a trailer, we share it, we make fan theories about it. Now, why is this all? What's with all this? Everything in the Bible and every testimony that you may hear inside and outside the Bible are like trailers to the actual thing. It's meant to bring us forward. We are in phase three. We're in the last stretch. So when there are problems that are coming our way, and when we go through our everyday lives, maybe as a parent, maybe leading an NGO, maybe working, and when you rely on the grace of God and you go through your daily battles, and you've seen defeats and wins, those small stories are like trailers for the final thing. Until this thing comes, Revelations 21, verse 4 to 5. I love this verse. For some of us here, when we hear Revelations, natatakot po tayo. <gasps> the end of the world. But if you are a Christian, when you read Revelation, the feeling it should instill on you is not fear, but hope. Lord, wakas. Look at this. Is this something scary? Look at Revelation 21, verses 4 to 5. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things, our world, has passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. It means there will come a time that the resurrected king, because he did it before and he'll do it again, he will crush whatever is causing the problems here in this world. It sounds too utopic. It sounds too, wow, talaga? But that's why we have this drive. Lord, either we go to heaven or we live long enough to see heaven come here on earth. Either way, I belong on the winning side. Either way, problems are not the end. Either way, sin, Satan, and death is not our destination. It's life. It's purpose. It's joy. Now, I want to end with this. Now, for some of you here, you are disciples of Christ. What do we make of the resurrection? It means hope. It means laban lang. It means we're not going to give up. Can I ask the music uh, team to come up here on stage? Disciples, in view of the cross, sees it full of hope. Now, for some of us here, you may be religious or sinners. Iisa lang ang call ni God para sa atin. Repent. Maybe you've gone through your religiosity. Okay na yan, mabait naman ako. Or maybe you're a sinner and you're saying, ang layo-layo ko kay God. No, the resurrection of Christ means repent. Ibig sabihin, balik ka na. Stop trusting on yourself. Start relying on Christ for salvation. For Satan, 
our the application's authority. We can pray against it. And when it comes to God, we respond in worship. You know, in our, in our nation, we have so much fascination or we're so fascinated by our crucified king. But if you look at the Bible, he stayed there for just hours. But our cross, your cross, is empty because he is alive. I want to call you right now. Keep hoping. Or if you know you've gone far, repent. If you know you've let Satan have his toll on you and put fear on you, remind that you have an authority. And all of us here will respond in worship. Christ, you are alive. Christ, you are king. Can we bow down our heads and pray? Lord, I pray even right now. Remind us of who you are. Where do you fall in those four categories? Are you the sinner or the religious kind that needs to repent? I want you to do that now. Lord, I repent. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, what you did on the cross is enough. For some of you here, maybe you're that disciple. You thought it's the end. But God is telling you right now, hope, 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 hope. I want you to hear that word, hope. I feel like right now, some of you here, you're in the verge of just breaking down again. And God's telling you, hope, hope. For some of you, you've let fear conquer you. God is telling you right now, Take courage, my son. Take courage, my daughter. Lord, even right now we respond. Lord, thank you. I want you to pray right now. Just repent. Ask God forgive you to give you hope. To give you boldness once again. Lord, thank you for today.